Hi guys, you're listening to episode 8 of Free Your Mind. Um, once again, I'm here with a really excited crew. Are we excited? Very. <laughs> okay, so um, I'm here today with Moose V. Of course I'm Donald. And um, we are joined by a very interesting personality today. How are you doing, Frank? Not too bad. How are you doing? Thank you so much for having me on the program. Yeah, thank you so much for coming yourself. Um, you know, how's your week been? Tell us a little bit about uh, The week has been busy. So, um, as you know, I run a, a company called Bloomville Ghana Limited. And so we're suppliers of flowers and we also do um, delivery of flowers. And so this whole week, you know, we're, we're, we're only about two months old. So it's just been hustling, trying to build a market, um, working with different florists, different event planners and so forth. So every day, basically, driving to the cold room, picking up flowers, delivering. Um, it's, it's just a constant hustle. But it's fun. I mean, it's really great. I mean, the other day, or somebody's birthday, and a friend wanted flowers delivered. And when she saw, she opened the door and saw the flowers, she hugged me. And so I get to make people smile so I really appreciate it yeah that's yeah. that must be a really nice feeling oh fantastic going that you brought joy to someone absolutely absolutely and, uh, you know, hopefully the um, Ghanaians will start to feel like you know, they can get flowers outside of you know on yeah. yeah, absolutely yeah. Nice. yeah every now and then Moose every now and then you send flowers yeah no kidding I will try okay Okay, all right, fine. So, guys, we're, we're just going to, you know, get right into it. Okay. Free Your Mind Frenzy, where we talk about, you know, a few stories in Ghana and then across the African continent. So, mm-hmm. the first one we're going to talk about is the fact, that according to um, African Brands 2016-2017 um, list of the most admired um, African brands, mm-hmm. like brands in Africa, Samsung came out on top. And um, that was quite interesting for me. Um, do you, did that surprise any of you? Not really. Not really. How many of us here actually use Samsung phones? I, I use one. No. Not me. No. Yeah. Oh, yeah, so I'm the only one. Yeah, I've used, no, okay, I've used, used one. one on different occasions, past. yeah. Okay, so past, yeah. Or if it's a different occasions, that means that you, you, you kind of... You like I've used quite stuff. a few Samsung phones, but it's not about phones, is it? It's no, about, no, it's just yeah, a brand in general. Yeah. Samsung yeah, make I mean, a lot of stuff. Yeah, they do. They do make it. Yeah, they have a very diverse, you know, portfolio of, like, products. Yeah. So I can see how, because... I guess in a home, you can have everything from your washing machine to your TV to, you know, as opposed to, like, other brands, yeah, Yeah. your your air conditioning. So, I guess guess it makes sense. Yeah. So, Samsung products are pretty good. I mean, if you don't like their phones, I guess at least you like something Something they make. Because I like their TVs. Mm -hmm. That much for certain, I I do like their TVs. Mm. So... If it means they're making a push, it doesn't. It doesn't just happen. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you look at some of like the ads they've made, there's a Samsung Africa office. They've been pushing for a while, like most of their marketing push. Like they have, like, I don't think Apple, Apple or a company like that has like Not an Africa tailored yeah. brand, but I yeah. think Samsung do. Yeah, they and do. they have like you know, I I. I heard one time they had a TV that had a built-in UPS because there were certain like markets where there wasn't like regular power supply so you don't need to like so it means they actually care about different markets and they're actually doing something about it so I guess this is what you get when you take care of your consumers and their specific needs but what was what was also interesting was the fact that the that's why the crisis the Samsung Galaxy 7 not mm-hmm. 7 right mm-hmm. 
you know it was that was that was for that was for me quite interesting coming off the back of that that crisis mm-hmm. and I just think that they had, they handled it well it was it was quite admirable how they they handled it I think you know they were responsive and they took responsibility they didn't hide you know they came out and then you know they they took control of the situation what do you think yeah definitely I think that was one of the, you know... You're talking about the exploding phones? Yeah, the exploding yeah. phones. But the yeah. thing about the f- exploding phones as well is not that many exploding. Yeah. Like, I was about to say, I mean... Yeah, you know, people you, weren't really looking at the numbers, but yeah. they sold a few million, mm. and it was less than 10 yeah. now, were actually. So, from a numbers point, yeah, it's not that big a deal, but nobody wants an exploding phone. Yeah. Yeah. And that's the thing. It's yeah. the fact that they're afraid their phone might explode. Yeah. And yeah. also, they had a ton of bad like backlash really bad because airplanes didn't allow people with the phones mm-hmm. to get on the flight mm-hmm. and all that other stuff so they just had to you know just scrap the whole thing so yeah it really was it really it really did try to bring a bit of bad will to them but i guess when you have other things when you have other it. things and people care about your other product you know yeah you yeah. find a way out so credit to them yeah. they wrote they wrote the bad luck and yeah. they came out from, from an African standpoint, you know, with the whole exploding phones, yeah. you know, issue, it wasn't that big a deal on the continent, it seems, at least from yeah. what I was yeah. noticing. Okay. So a lot of people who I knew had no sevens, you know, continued to use it, even if it was, you know... Exactly, because yeah. there was no return policy. No. So they used it, and they... No, I mean, there's no, like, there's yeah. no return yeah, yeah, policy yeah. on your phones yeah. down here, because most of them buy their phones from, yeah. up from yeah. you know, other yeah. places and bring them here. So yeah. now, these guys are using their phones... And their phones didn't explode, no, so. Yeah. so they're fine. Yeah, but, but I, th- I think credit to them because, you know, one, obviously they have a diverse range of products, and so they can sell to different uh, clientele. And for an Asian company, especially doing business and trading in Africa, it's quite impressive that they have come up number one because you find that a lot of, um, well, some um, Asian brands tend to be very, very hesitant to enter yeah. the African market, but it seems like Samsung has really pushed globally and they're really making a, um, an impact in Africa so you know yeah kudos. that's great that's, that's yeah. great okay yeah, and I, sh- I should even mention yeah and that's even part of the fact that they have an office like mm-hmm. warranties on yeah. Samsung products work down here yeah yeah yeah, which yeah. is actually a very big deal yeah, because big I don't deal. think I've ever bought an iPhone or something, had a yeah. problem and been able to go to an Apple store and say, hey, yeah, you know, I, yeah. Yeah, but you know, warranties <laughs> and, and yeah. warranties are a big deal. I don't think because most of the time I think it's resellers. Yeah. So for you to actually have an office yeah. where you are actually retailing directly and you offer, I mean, you if you get a phone, you register it, you have your warranty. If there's a problem, they replace yeah. it for you, stuff like that. It's a very big deal. So. Yeah. Yeah, and, and as, as Moose was saying too, I mean, it, it's. Uh, I think this is all because you know the African market is also becoming more sophisticated, yeah. and we appreciate people who also respect us and also cater to us. So it looks like Samsung is doing something interesting. But the key thing in all this is how do we also encourage African brands to grow? You know, you don't really hear about African brands, mm-hmm. you know, being popular within Africa, which is a problem. You know, maybe it comes down to how we trademark, you know, just different things, legal aspects involved in, in creating a brand. Well, but we, also the fact that we don't trust our own stuff. True. true. We'd yeah. rather that's get it from true. somewhere else. True. Yeah. True. So that's, that's something that I think we, we need to really work on, you know, branding ourselves better and then exporting what we have to the rest of the world. It's funny, at one time in school where... Uh, I chanced upon a few articles and they're like, I mean, they named the phenomenon, but then they realized that 
Well, the, the authors of the paper were African, but they realized that people didn't like stuff that was made in mm-hmm. their country. They mm-hmm. always preferred foreign, yeah, foreign because so they just mm-hmm. attributed better quality yeah. to foreign. Yeah. So, but it did go on to say that things change. Strangely enough, a lot of people don't know. I mean, if you hear of Japanese products, mm-hmm. you just assume they're great. Mm-hmm. But there was a time in the 90s where Japanese products were actually thought to be quite bad. Mm-hmm. It's a cycle. Mm-hmm. They were bad for a very long time. It was just like how maybe people feel about Chinese products mm-hmm. right now. It was like that, and then the quality improved. Yeah. So I feel like it's a cycle. So yeah. it moves, yeah. and yeah. you reach that point where, you know, maybe your mind will change. Yeah. It's, yeah. Just, it's just down to their marketing teams and... Yeah and their CEOs and yeah. the management offices to yeah. think of ways of actually doing that. Well, yeah. that's, that's what they get paid for. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> they, they should look into yeah. that. I think with, with African brands, though, I think it, it, it really needs to be more of a push also to, you know, to, to encourage, like, you know, to hold ourselves to a higher standard. Yeah. You know, because, you know, like Moose was saying, generally when we think about African products, even though we might believe in them, there's always this sense of like, oh, you know, maybe we didn't put as much care and love into it as we should have. And so give it a few months and it'll go bad. And so it's about really, really pushing that agenda and making sure that we have, you know, top of the line, high echelon products and services that we provide and uh, our own people can patronize them. Yeah. Just like a Bloomfield. Okay, so uh, speaking about um, African brands, mm-hmm. uh, we want to sh- uh, talk about uh, one that's actually you know making a name for itself. Um, that's a Ghanaian um, fashion. Um, yeah, he has a fashion brand. It's called Kiso- Kiswa. Mm-hmm. It's from so- South Africa. How do you spell the Kiswa? K I S U A. Okay. Yeah, he's called Samuel Samuel Mensa. Okay. And apparently Beyonce bought one of his clothes and it just blew up from there. I think there was one time there was a period where you know they were out of stock because okay. of that. And he was talking about how the internet has allowed fashion brands such as his to access the you know larger markets and mm-hmm. you know generate more awareness mm-hmm. around you know the continent and beyond. And I just want to fight, like I just want to talk about like is it the same? Do you have similar opportunities here in Ghana? Because his brand is from South Africa, so is it is it easier to from you know from such a from such you know from South Africa? Is it easier for him to you know access these markets? I mean, the internet is the internet. Yeah, you can. Do I that mean, the internet is the internet, but, then, but you know, from from Ghana's perspective, okay. Like, do you are you supposed to make an impact from your market? Before accessing others, yes, that plays a you much. See, what happens is your whole market is the springboard. Yeah, you can't. I mean, there are times when people are able to do that, but you can never skip over your whole market to yeah. make a dent in a much bigger market. Yeah. It's your whole market that sort of propels you. Mm-hmm. You have to do well there. You have to become maybe like a local player to become a regional player, and then you can jump from there. So, I guess maybe. For South Africa, their market is huge. Yeah. So maybe he's taking maybe a much smaller chunk of that yeah. market, but he might, he might. I'm just assuming he might be doing better than if he had a larger chunk of the Ghanaian market yeah. because, I mean, they yeah. have... And it's, the, yeah, it's, that's, it's, that's what I was trying to say. Yeah, like, man, but, but you have to... But interest. that's what opportunity is. That's, yeah. that's why you'd rather choose to, you know... That's why you'd want to put your music on iTunes, you know, yeah. because it's a much larger market. There's X hundred million people who, even if by chance, even whatever, if they want to 
pay for your stuff. They they can pay for it. You yeah. want the larger market, so you really have to, you really have to, you know, respect them for making those choices. Maybe that's what worked for him. So yeah. I guess well. <laughs> it is what it is. It it's the truth. Yeah. You have to you have to live you have to live with that. You yeah. know. So credit to him for making it to there. Yeah. You know, it happens all the time. But yeah. you, I I guess you'd wish he did it here. But hey, yeah. if yeah. he if he was struggling, you wouldn't hear about him, and you wouldn't really care. You wouldn't yeah. say, hey, I'm gonna give you my money because. I know you're a Ghanaian and you're a Ghanaian. What's so special about you? Everybody yeah, here is yeah. a Ghanaian company, you know? And so, I mean, maybe maybe that's the thing. I, I don't know if his brand would be more respected because he's in South Africa than he were in Ghana. Maybe exactly. if he were in Ghana, nobody, nobody would really Yeah, would he would drown because, because yeah, everybody here is Ghanaian. Yeah, that's that's right. Right. So it's like, well, you're not really yeah. bringing anything <coughs> new to us. Yeah. Yeah. No, but, but also, like, just to make a point, the thing about Ghanaian... Um, fashion designers they're all doing quite well so mm-hmm. i guess credit to them right now i don't know if i wasn't paying attention but it seems like fashion as far as west africa is really growing mm-hmm. you know you see the fashion week photos and every year it just looks yeah. bigger and bigger and bigger i mean there was a time when we saw beyonce in this um kinte ghanaian clothing and i i think it was a ghanaian designer mm-hmm. they said it was i think it was Diaba Sewa. she was okay. wearing a Diaba Sewa dress okay. Okay. and also um St. John, Boz, oh, the yeah. Apple executive, oh, yeah, the yeah, one with the, the yeah, black yeah. lady with the yeah, yeah, she's yeah. Ghanaian, like she says she's, yeah. she's fancy and stuff. Yeah, yeah, she also came down and I heard she bought some dresses from where okay. Ghana and then she wore it to a few shows. So I guess they're also trying to do their bit to help, yeah. which is yeah. great. Which so, is yeah. I mean, make sure people know it's you and then take all the credit and then, you know, yeah. Take your cool sign and then run with it. I mean, that's yeah. I mean yeah, that's yeah. that's all you can ask yeah. for, really. Yeah. People ask, "Hey, who's that?" And then you run with it, yeah. you know. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, and that's that's the, the the galvanizing power of the internet, you know, because all of a sudden you can stream your ideas and your thoughts and your products across the world. And you know, I mean, like there's a young designer here called Papa Pong. Yeah, and yeah, he's yeah, doing yeah. designs and you know, know okay yeah. yeah and I know like Rihanna is you know mentioning him and, and, and taking tweet, tweets and so forth he designs so. stuff for Macy's I think does he yeah okay well that, there you go that so huge. yeah the yeah. e-commerce platforms and the internet has really changed the way that we can do things and I think it's the future I mean on, with e-commerce platforms as well too you build a database of contacts and those contacts you can use not just for your product but for other products that come later on as well mm-hmm. so it's just I feel it's the way that you package yourself and know how you sell your value yeah. and if it sells well then you know who you are and you can sell that well to other people then things will be cool just yeah. like Bloomfield just like Bloomfield <laughs> <laughs> but another, another thing too you see Bloomfield is talking about another thing too we really have to talk about is you know um, I guess fine you have overheads you have stuff you have to pay for but you also have to understand your market yeah. and most of the time people misunderstand your market because at a certain price point mm-hmm. you you might actually be limiting like the part of the larger market that yeah. your product will appeal to yeah. you're actually yeah. leaving people out yeah. mm-hmm. and that's what happens because I guess and I mean I respect if you're a young person starting a company you're going to have lots of overhead I don't think you're going to scale Mm-hmm. that early so you will you will have to plow back the mm-hmm. money you put in mm-hmm. so if your products are good they are going to be a bit more expensive than 
you know, the mass production product. I understand. But you should also understand that because they're more expensive, fewer people are going to be yeah. able to mm -hmm. afford them. Mm -hmm. So you have to really straddle that line. Because I feel like in Ghana, anything that's above average feels premium priced. Yeah. You know, it's mm -hmm. like if you want anything that's, that's better than that's average, you don't point. really, you don't really jump into a, you know, <laughs> yeah. like a second tier. It's yeah. just yeah. everybody else yeah. and then premium. Yeah. yeah. As soon as you go yeah. past like yeah. that threshold, you are in the premium pricing yeah. segment, and then you're like, huh? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you know, no. I mean, come on, let's be fair here. Like, we have people who are making shoes where you're like, you can go online and say, no, I can get these. Really good shoes from yeah. really well-known designers for half the price. So actually, I actually saw a tweet, right? So this guy, there was one, <laughs> there was one designer who, there's a one guy who made shoes, right? And then another wow. guy went to him and said, "You know what? Your shoes are very expensive, so I decided to make my own." And then another guy came and said, "Oh, so you decided to make yours and make it more expensive?" No, I think it was it was clothes. It was close, right? I don't to mention names, but I think it was close. Yeah, it was close. Yeah, okay. Was close, yeah. okay. Yeah, but then that's it, right there. Like, once you, once you, people decide to do, you know, have their own fashion brands or whatever, the pricing becomes the issue over here, because, like you said, yeah, but I feel like, hey, it's, it's, I mean, the consumers who make their choice. If it's too expensive, people won't buy it, and. I mean, you probably go under, so yeah. I guess that's your headache. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. that's something you have to deal with. But okay. Maybe something, just, something that drives the price up would be having to import certain materials that they use. But then if they could get those materials here, that would bring down the price and then they could market mm -hmm. things at a you know, yeah. cheaper price. But I just I think the think. easiest way is to scale and mm -hmm. scale quickly, mm -hmm. you know. Let's just say Bloomville. Maybe mm -hmm. you know, you sell roses. Maybe you bring in a thousand, a thousand a week. Mm -hmm. If you could reach a point where you say, okay, I'm going to plow all my money and to grow this thing so that I'm supplying maybe five thousand a week. Mm -hmm. You get it cheaper. Now you can you know Absolutely. pass those savings yeah. on to your clients yeah. and then you grow yeah. your business. Yeah. So mm -hmm. you should rather look to scale quickly. Like having a really tiny company with large overheads mm -hmm. and now trying to get all the money back from mm -hmm. like single sales mm -hmm. it's it's not yeah. it's not gonna work so my thing yeah. is scale early so if you feel like i mean collaborate with other people you know grow your business mm -hmm. don't yeah. be like a mm -hmm. one-man island mm -hmm. trying to do everything fleece people yeah, yeah i said yeah. it you know but if 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 you're being successful then credit to you but i yeah. feel like there's so much potential there yeah. You should just know which price points work for the market you're trying to target to them. Okay. You know, just go for it. All yeah. right. So speaking about credit, um, a Cameroon-born model called Mimi Mba, she's been getting some credit on social media since really last dark, week. Really yeah. dark lady. Yeah. <laughs> and, um, yeah, so she responded to racist trolls who were saying things like, you know, she would look better if she had lighter skin. And then, you know, she came back, she heads back saying that, yeah, she was proud, she wouldn't change, you know, how she looked. And, um, yeah. I mean, how often does this happen these days? Not often. I don't think I have, have not witnessed it happening. Probably a handful of really dark skin models have actually spoken up okay. about that thing. Like, probably uh, way back, you had Alec Weck, who made yeah. it cool, okay. I think, mm -hmm. to be really dark. 
Um, of course, now Lupita's just doing her thing, and yeah. everyone's like, "Yes, go dark skinned." Yes. Um, but other than those two, yeah. Okay. Um, there was there was a point raised that yeah, fine, you can be you can. It's easy to say that yeah, you are you you'll be proud of the fact that you're you're black and all that. You're you're as dark as you are. Mm-hmm. And be beautiful, like because you're beautiful. But does that apply to everyone? Can everybody proudly say that? Are there some women out there who feel like you know what? Um, <laughs> you know what? Yeah. If that, I if, if I if I was lighter skin, like if my mm, yeah, I would be. That would that look speaks to their self esteem and how they see themselves. Okay. I mean, it depends on how they've been brought up to see dark that their their dark skin mm-hmm. get used to their dark skin see women like themselves yeah. out there and feel like yes like I am beautiful too um yeah so I think it's just if if they don't feel beautiful that's probably some yeah. unresolved yeah. self esteem issues I actually wanted to touch on that <clears throat> because no, I completely agree you know you know with whatever your God given talent or look whatever I think you should own up to it and so just ultimately you know, beauty is from within I, mm. I, 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 I believe so and so you know you just embrace it and no. accept it real quick so but I wanted to I wanted to and maybe that might come to you as well too mm-hmm. but I, I had a really interesting conversation with a friend the other day and we're talking about say like you know women who get breast enhancements or uh, you know large yeah. um, um, butts you but, know yeah. what whatever they doing with the butts injections yes that's right and so you know we're just talking about that and then he was like what is the difference between getting your teeth fixed and getting a breast enhancement like if you have bad teeth and you're going to the dentist to get your teeth fixed because you want to have a better smile so that maybe you can attract you know a mate or what so what's the difference between that and getting your teeth fixed someone could just say what's the difference between getting a haircut because yeah, that's, that's, that's so many things yes. you can see. You know? That's yeah. a, that's something more yeah. like readily available to more people. Yeah. Like you know, <laughs> no, yeah. but I mean that's actually going far. This is something yeah. everybody else does. But I mean, we're really talking about going far. No, but the point I made when mm-hmm. he said beauty comes, I'm not saying it doesn't. Mm-hmm. But you see, as a model, you have to understand that you're selling your image. Mm-hmm. So you have to appeal to the market you're selling it to because if we were to say everyone's beautiful, you wouldn't have a market to sell it to because you would just be like yeah. everyone. You have to be sorry to say but you have to be better striking. than you have to be striking, you have to be different. Mm-hmm. You know, there has there has to be people who are not so good looking so that the people who are good looking can be spotted. That's just mm-hmm. the reality of it. And as a model, yeah. you're you're selling your image. Yeah. You have to look a certain way. Yeah. I'm not trying to say she should change her skin. The yeah. whole thing about them being too dark is, I guess, it's too dark when you're trying to appeal to way too many people. And, and I think at one time, her, she's Cameroonian born, but she's, yes, she's working out of, in the US. Based. Exactly. So, yeah. which means, yeah, those mm-hmm. European, those American Western yeah. standards might be different. Yeah, they don't fit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, I was told, just like a conversation I also had, I was told by an African American that black men don't like dark-skinned women mm-hmm. and i just felt so offended by it but it was funny so it made us speak but the thing, i i just told her like look at all the people in africa and just tell me like what tone is their skin mm-hmm. what does that tell you that mm-hmm. tells you that this is the skin tone that's here people here get mm-hmm. are having kids mm-hmm. with people like you understand they're having mm-hmm. kids starting families with people with this skin tone it's mm-hmm. not a problem maybe for you you see it as that but for you to say that 
like Africans don't like dark skinned people. Mm-hmm. I mean, come on, we're all dark skinned people. It's yeah. okay, it's yeah. fine here. Yeah. Maybe for you, you see a difference, yeah. and you see, but for us, it's just. You know, it's just normal. It's yeah. just what it is. This yeah. is what your skin is like. Yeah. Nobody sees it to be a big yeah. deal. Well, maybe that's an African-American problem. Uh, yes, that's what she So I was trying to tell her that's an African-American problem. So for her to say it's an African problem, it's, uh, it's, it's a bit unfair. Yeah. yeah. But but I, I think I think I mean what what she's raising is just in terms of general beauty standards they're very much you know westernized yeah. and very much white mm-hmm. you know and so her hitting back is actually good because it's you know throwing it back into the face of what is the generally accepted ideal for what a model should look like lighter skin so a lot of even black women are bleaching their skin and so forth to attain a certain western you know form of beauty. Yeah. And you know, so kudos to her for you know striking back. But uh, like 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 Rouse, Bruce was saying too. Yeah, but I was just like, <laughs> I guess if if you go through such great lengths to change your body, I feel like you're trying to appeal to too many people at mm. once. Because, I mean, for everyone, there will be people who are gonna feel like, hey, you're pretty attractive, and there are gonna be people who say, hey, you're not that attractive. They might not say it, but you could just mm. you you just feel it. So. If you know and you only care about those who find your track, I don't feel you go you jump through too many hoops to change your appearance. I guess it has unless, to do with trying to appeal with yeah. to appeal to way too many people. And unless mm-hmm. unless with her, maybe there's an opportunity she hasn't gotten because of her skin tone. But that's understandable fine. because the, 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 go there do mm. that. don't go there exactly. Yeah. Like I mean, the dice have been rolled, your cards have been dealt. This yeah. is who you are. So yeah. because they are going to be certain models of a different skin tone who won't get the opportunities you would also yeah, get because yeah. of your skin tone. Mm-hmm. You just have to accept that, okay, this is what I am, this is where I fit in, mm-hmm. and be okay with that. Because when you're trying to fit into too many yeah. places at once, that's when you're going to start what making if, what changes. If, what if you are underpaid because of your skin tone? Yeah, that would be a problem. Yeah, That would be a problem. Mm-hmm. But I would also feel like I would be underpaid as far as like generally underpaid because I feel like there will still be a certain niche where I could fit in. Maybe I am underpaid Mm -hmm. in the United States. Maybe I would be better paid in a different region because of what I look like. You know, because those doors are open to you, Mm -hmm. but not to the other person who might be overpaid in the region that you're operating in right now. You just have to look for where you fit in. I, th- I think it just comes from trying to fit into too many places at once. Mm. Because, I mean, after a while, you, you, just, you just know it's a very subjective thing. It's mm. very subjective. And if you're trying to chase, like, a perfect ideal, there'll be too many changes being made. Like, day by day by day by day by mm. day, you see something that you want to change. So you just have to, okay, okay, you know what? These people over here think I'm fine. I'm only going to, you understand, I'm only going to deal with these people. But I'd I'd, I'd be pissed off if I were like a nice, you know, black female model and, you know, maybe haven't been getting the opportunities I deserve. And then all of a sudden the Kardashians are coming, looking like me, you know, like Mm. like making the appearances more like what a black woman looks like and then getting all the love and getting the money, the advertisements, everything. That would piss me off. Yeah. You know, so I understand that there is a niche niche for everybody and maybe you find your niche and try and deal with that. Yeah. Um, but it's 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 a definitely like a societal thing that yeah, also yeah. it's definitely you know, a societal thing. Oh. Yeah. So yeah. Most disagrees. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Here and there. Yeah. Here and there. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. So um let's let's get into our main topic for today. Mm-hmm. So um for the past week 
has been trending all over social media and in the news. Uh, the hashtag Stop Galamsey. And um, there's been a lot of talk about everyone getting involved in the movement. Like, you know, wherever you are, whoever you are, it's important to also let's try it, let's play our part and, you know, talk about this, get involved wherever we can. And um, what's been spoken about is how, how can you and I, how does it affect you and I, mm-hmm. you know? I mean, like, the way, the way I see it with Galamsey, I, 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 is there an actual definition for Galamsey? Because the way I see it, you know, Galamsey I mean, is maybe illegal artists. Yeah, there are, there, are, there are people right. who, you know, um, are involved in small-scale mining That's activities, right. independent right. of mining companies. Yeah. Yeah, so that's yeah. basically that. Which which is something I feel like has existed for a long time in our country. Yeah, yeah. It's just that, you know, the problem is that a lot of it has been unregulated for so long. Yes, exactly. And it's creating issues where, you know, people are mining in areas they shouldn't mine mm-hmm. in. They're using chemicals like mercury, mercury yeah. to extract, you know, the gold out of the ore, which is, you know, mercury, even in small quantities, cause health risks, you know, exactly. um, environmental risks. And so that's that's really the issue. Um yeah. I think that the stop Gallum say um, you know, protest or movement is, is a is a is a good thing, but I hope that we don't misdirect our anger at the wrong things. You know, a lot of people will go, "Oh, the Chinese are doing it." Yeah. But if the Chinese didn't get access from the Actually, chief exactly. or the families or you know yeah. who, are, then how would they end up there in the first because place? Because there are people, so. there are some people who are talking about the fact that the problem comes from a different place. Like there are people without jobs. Who, yeah have to fall on this yeah. these activities to make mm-hmm. a living. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. But you see, so right now the point is you just have to try and simplify the problem and then tackle it. So f- from what you're saying, mm-hmm. it means there is a body that regulates these things. Mm-hmm. So it's simple. Just find out all the ones that are not that have not been given licenses, that are not legally entitled to do these things, mm-hmm. and then shut them down. It's just that easy. If no, because you have a body that's there that's supposed to be doing these things. Listen, we we the people are not supposed to be begging people to stop galaxy operators yeah. to stop it. Yeah, yeah. Especially I mean, in, in regions it's, where we are not Exactly. Affected. It's a heartfelt appeal, but yeah. we are not supposed to. Mm-hmm. I mean yeah. I have read articles where there are some people who are scared that in twenty years we won't really have any treatable water, water bodies treatable. left. That's true. That's, that's that's huge, terrifying. Because one, you know? because one of the main things that's coming up is having certain water treatment plants having to shut down because of galamsey mm. activities. Because you know? yeah, the machines they use are not. So right now, what's mm. happening with the galamsey activities is a private individual is making money by mm. mining, but because of that person. X thousand people are not going to get clean water mm-hmm. to drink. Is yeah. mm-hmm. Are his personal interests that much more important than those of, you know, those many people? Of course not. So there has to be regulation because you can't just say, oh, you have a license, so you can mess up you can mess up the water as much as then, as much as you want. So we shouldn't we shouldn't be beg no, you see, yeah, we shouldn't we, shouldn't, we the yeah. Population shouldn't yeah. be begging, saying yeah. stop galamsey, stop yeah. galamsey. Now what? So because <laughs> no, listen, I'm I'm a galamsey <laughs> operator. Oh, 
I just saw Donald's tweet for me to stop Galamsi and it touches yeah. my heart and I yeah. shut down my I shut down my business because yeah, hey, I didn't know it was a bad yeah. thing. I w- the water was getting murky. Yeah. I saw, but I I never noticed. Exactly. I never realized. Is that exactly. the hashtag has just given me this, you know, <laughs> this realization, this eureka moment? Where I'm like, wow, an epiphany. Wow, now I know that Galamsi is bad. And no, of course not. Like, yeah. come on. But then, yeah. okay. Wait, what is it? Is it that like this? Whatever the the body that gov- governs this uh, galaxy, like, the, whoever hands out these, it's not called galaxy, like, is it? Yes. It's not. Is it like what? Just call it small scale mining. mining? Yeah, no, it's called that. I mean, small just call it mining. Yeah, okay. yeah, some some people have permits. Yeah, to they do have that. permits yeah. to do that. Yeah. So the body that's given out these permits, yeah. where is this body? Oh, I'm, I'm sure it exists, but the problem will probably be capacity. Like, do they have the you know, either capacity or will or okay. willpower but to actually go? Yeah, so about the regulatory yeah. bodies, right? Mm-hmm. Most what you were saying. I mean, there's talk of the fact that um, corruption is fueling. Oh yeah. That side of things. Yes, yeah, so if, corruption is, if corruption is yeah. fueling that side of things, then now the pressure should be put on the people who are supposed to stop it. We shouldn't be telling. Galamsey operators to stop Galamsey. We should be putting pressure on the people who are supposed to check these people mm. yeah. to check these people Maybe because they're not they a aren't. big enough body to have, like, in all the places that is going on, they don't have enough people to mobilize, go to these places to shut this activity down. So they might not know it's happening at a certain area. Why? Because the, the locals are scared to, to snitch or wherever they like yeah. it. It's so maybe there should be some kind of board of mobilization of people too. actually there was um, there was talk of legalizing Galamsi itself mm. okay, so no, but, is there a safer way to do this no but the point being made is the type of mining the place of mining the yeah. alluvial mining there are permits for mm-hmm. it to be done so which means to a point it's legal yeah mm. you yeah. can do that yeah you exactly. you you can be allowed to the point is it's being done to a scale where it's too high, where the negative effects are too much. So clearly, a lot of these people don't have the licenses to do these things, but they are. Mm. Yeah. So which means clearly someone who's supposed to be checking these things isn't. Not checking it. So something has to be done because you, we can't really just sit here and believe that, okay, well, they gave licenses to all the people that are polluting the water bodies, like... They just did. Mm-hmm. Of course, of course they didn't. I mean, they should know the effects on the environment. So I heard the EPA is involved. You get a license, they know. Mm-hmm. I was just listening to it on the radio, so I don't really know that. I didn't even know there was a body. I just thought all galaxy was illegal. But it turns out, well, people can get licenses to do it on the small scale. So, mm-hmm. which means someone's, like, someone's messing up, and that's yeah. the person that pressure should be put on. Because if you give out licenses, you can just say, hey, everybody that doesn't have a license is supposed to be shut down because it's illegal, plain and simple. And then, I mean, take the actions to stop this thing. Mm. I mean, it sounds too simplistic, but I'm just saying we shouldn't have to go on social media and beg people to not, like, kill us. Like, what the hell? Yeah, true, true. Mm. You know? But, like, maybe this whole me- me- social media uproar will get them to send people to do what they need to be doing yeah maybe maybe (laughs) (laughs) like how how, has there ever been like a successful hashtag that has actually brought about change I don't think so (laughs) bring back our girls (laughs) (laughs) do they get brought back 
I think they, they go they go a few back, right? But it wasn't because they bring back a girl. So yeah, it? it definitely wasn't because of the social media campaign. But yeah, yeah. So it tells you that. that you know there's there's a lot more action required mm. after the whole social awareness media, yeah. like, thing. We live in Accra. Like when we're done with our, our tweeting, what do we do? We go to sleep. I think there, there has to be a, a greater realization of what this could do for the future. A lot of people say that you know yeah. the wars in the future are going to be fought over resources like mm. water. Mm. It's already happening along like the Nile yeah. River. All the countries that share the Nile River, they are fighting over who has access to building dams along the rivers, and sometimes that will reduce the water output that goes into certain countries over others. Like people will fight over these things. And if we do that and start spoiling our water bodies, then mm. there's a chance that you know there's going to be conflict, you know, in, in the future. So, but whether you know it, it's pressing enough, or there's that sense of urgency to really get people to move, honestly, I don't know. But there has yeah. to be. I mean, that means they're failing us. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Well, maybe, maybe like the thought is that oh, it's not going to happen in my lifetime, so mm-hmm. I'm not going to worry about it. Yeah. But hell. Yeah. So. Um, Last week we spoke about the lawlessness of the Ghana police. Okay. And during the week, there's been a lot of talk about you know the Delta Force issue where eight people were arrested mm-hmm. for storming into a Kumasi court and you know freeing 13 members. I did not hear about that. You didn't. You didn't hear about no. that. Yeah, actually, it's, I heard it's been it, in the news. I saw quite it in the news. I saw it in the newspaper. Yeah. Yeah. And apparently, the vigilante group that has you know. Um, Associated ties to the MPP and you know things like that, and it's been all over the place. Like people are confused as to exactly what's going on, and you know, what did you guys think of that? I think it's absolute bullshit. (laughs) No, like why should something like this be happening? It doesn't make any sense. No, listen. So these guys stormed into a courthouse. Yeah. And just like caused enough commotion to get like people saw their faces like. Come on, are they going to be on the run or something? The guys they free, don't they have them on file? Can they go pick them up again? Like, for you to have the bravado to just walk into a courthouse, you feel protected by something. You feel like you can't be brought to task because it's not as if they came in with masks on their faces to keep mm-hmm. there to like get their friends free and then they will flee halfway across the world. Yeah. He's just going back to his house to sleep. <laughs> People probably know where where he lives. No, I mean, come on. This is... It doesn't make any sense. Yeah, like, how are these people being allowed to do these things? Like, come yeah. on. This is a group of criminals engaging in criminal activity. Yeah. So, law enforcement should take them to task. We shouldn't yeah. have to be talking about this yeah. as if, what the hell is a vigilante group? The what they did is criminal. They're a group of criminals. Yeah. Yeah. Some constitutional. I mean, if me and my... If, 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 if a group of friends of mine yeah. and I we just storm a courthouse whilst there's a court proceedings going on let's say uh, what do you call it yeah. um, Cyril and I just storm in and then Donald is on trial and then we just kick everybody yeah, in the man, face and I just free Donald yeah, like come on you need to come back and sleep you need to come back and sleep in your house selling your house they can just come there and pick you what's all nonsense we are criminals if we do that we are criminals exactly in a simple yeah. dog vigilante what the hell fuck that we are criminals <laughs> I think it speaks to the fact that, I mean, obviously politicians use common people to do their bidding. Exactly. Yeah. And, that, that's and these that's people exactly. also feel protected, exactly. you know, when they because do. Because of the promises that have been made. Absolutely. But that's because if you don't feel protected, yeah. you, you wouldn't would not do have some the of these things. to yeah. do this yeah. thing. Exactly. Yeah. You know, with 
Yeah, and people are defending them. Like the people, yeah, people are actually like, defending you know, them. Oh, you don't yeah, know what they do the for the community. Yeah. You're like, really? Yeah, you know, so like too big to jail, too important to jail. Like too, like you yeah, know. Yeah, yeah. And you just yeah. get a feeling that there's a lot of things that seem to like, criminal like, common criminal, sense, man. but then I don't know. Sometimes yeah. like we make it more complicated than it like should be. Like a movie. Yeah. yeah. Hmm. That's crazy. So were these people on trial? The yeah. people that got yeah, the thirteen. They were on trial, so all thirteen of them were in the yeah. courtroom. What I know is, like, after the election, there have been groups that have just been going around, like doing what they want. They mm-hmm. just take over, like mm-hmm. you know, public institutions. They just go cause commotion, blah blah. So, I'm guessing a few of them were arrested, and then some of the other guys just stormed the courtroom. And I'm just saying, how does this happen? Aren't there, there policemen? No like- Aren't there guards? <laughs> Come on, why is no? What is this? Is this the wild, wild west? Like, are the policemen afraid of them? No, do they have no? Do they have as much firepower as the policemen? Like, are they a military force that we should be worried about? Is this is this like the Delta second force coming of? Yeah. 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 No, but like Delta Force, like Chuck Norris movie. <laughs> <laughs> This is nonsense. Like it, it, it shouldn't. This this shouldn't be happening. We shouldn't be talking about this. It exactly. Be, a group of criminals did this, and the police are and gonna get them. The end. For it. Simple. Yeah. yeah. That's yeah. Maybe yeah. the police. Some did like it's an inside job. Maybe. Then we should the be very worried. Happy. That's why it's yeah, very we worrying. Worried, yeah. We shouldn't That's be talking about yeah. this. Mm-hmm. Like it's something complicated. It's it's not. It's a group of criminals who. Are Engaging in criminal activity and something has to be done. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. I mean, come on, are we? There no. Was no, there was no like. Do we have like a body in this country, like the CIA or something? We have the BNI. Checking, yeah, checking, mm-hmm. chat on on social media about these things happening, maybe stalking people's phone lines and stuff no, like that. Why would they no stalking people's phone lines for what? To, to hear like you know certain words which could be used as like you know terrorist attack. Yeah, you know. If everybody, I uh, maybe maybe, maybe they're maybe. sleeping. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they go to work. I hope. I hope. Fall I hope we do. Well, I hope at least we've outsourced it to somebody who can <laughs> for a fee. Because <laughs> hey, man, I, f- I feel like we're just so exposed. We're so vulnerable to something like yeah. that. I mean, even 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 the best and safest countries have been. I mean, just look at what happened in Sweden, Stockholm recently. Like, come on, so. If it can happen there, well, then hey. But but it's it's almost like in in Ghana, there's an expectation, especially around election time and after election, uh, after a political transition, that these things will happen. Yeah. You know, yeah. What I mean, around election time, people are like, oh, it, you know, yeah. crime is gonna go up. Gonna Christmas. Happen. People are going to mm. be careful because yeah. and mess like, with the polls. And it happens every like single year. And so you're like, what do we do to prevent so it from happening? You know. So but it sounds so like we're just supposed to what learn to live with it. Thank you. That's the attitude. No. no. 2017. Like, come on. <laughs> yeah. This has this been going on since. Like so I was since I was like five. Like, I, I remember <laughs> things like this coming up. Yeah. We should be past this by now. We should be past this. We really yeah, should be. We should be, yeah. In my experience, saying we should be past this doesn't count for anything. Mm-hmm. There's uh-huh. lots of stuff you should be past that's still happening. Stuff. Something yeah, has. Right. Something has to give. Something has to be done. I mean, stop reporting on them like it's 
It's an interesting story. These are a group of criminals that should just be put in jail. What's all nonsense? Come on. It's just, it's just, it's just pissing me off. Like, come on. Like, are you, you're glamorizing them. Like, yay. There's probably a... There are probably some young boys somewhere saying, hey, I want to be part Part of this Delta Force because, you know, people talk about them like they're this cool. No, they're not. They're a group of (laughs) fucking criminals. Yeah. Squad. (laughs) (laughs) Ha. It's a joke. It's a fucking (laughs) joke. All right. Um... So uh, before we wrap this, mm-hmm. uh, Frank, uh, yeah. um, so what 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 are some of the ways that people? Can... Oh, no problem. I mean, the the key way if you want to get on online, we are on Instagram. That's probably the best medium because it's quite visual. So look at it at um, Bloomville Ghana. Facebook page is also Bloomville Ghana, and Twitter is also Bloomville Ghana as well too. Uh, if you like to call to make inquiries. Yes, if you would like to call to make inquiries, yeah, I can give you the phone number as well too. So please call. Yeah. Hold up. Well, it's been going well so far. It's been going. It's been going quite well. I mean, just picking up, um, you know, identifying the market and getting people to to buy into the idea. And now the good thing, the good thing is that. I think Ghanaians, I hate to use the word, but we're becoming more modern. You know, we've become more exposed, whether through the internet or travel or even TV. You know, to the point where you talk to some people and it's like, you know, they're watching a telenovela and they're like, oh, you know, Jose gave roses to Esmeralda. Like, that's so romantic. I wish I wish my boyfriend would do that to me. You're one of the companies that's benefiting from Of course. Absolutely. Absolutely. You know what I mean? If, if someone was going to ask, what's the benefit of all these telenovelas? I guess Blue Joe but then on a, on, a, on, a, on a more you know advanced scale too like people don't realize the, the benefit of just having flowers around you know even for like yeah. the bereaved yeah. someone who's grieving absolutely you know it's not just a gift but also the after effects like how it makes you feel you can walk in there I'm not um, I've never really been a huge flower person. This has been the most, it was more the, the business side that got me attracted to it. I think I've given flowers to maybe three women in my life. Two of them, probably my mother and my sister, you know. But there was a business angle that got me. more excited. But, um, you know, I do recognize that even me, like, when I walk into a room and I see those, you know, different colors and so forth, it, it really does brighten my mood, you know, so I get, you know, getting a chance to make people happy, so, but if you would like to reach us, our number is 0507-339-732, again, 0507-339-732, or email me at uh, info at co. Okay, there we go. All right, so it's been a great show, guys. Yeah. Uh, Frank has been great talking here. Thank you for stopping by. No problem. Um, if you want to uh, catch up with our old episodes, please follow us on Twitter at GCR Free Your Mind. Please follow us on Instagram at The Gold Coast Report. On Facebook, The Gold Coast Report. And you can also send us emails freeyourmind at thegoldcoastreport.com. Thank you very much, um, my wonderful co host. <laughs> Alright. Bye, guys. Bye. Bye bye. Everything make like give cartoon. I know I'm right, but teacher say I don't reach. No way I go get a very good. But no way I'm giving up, no giving up. I go tell you I don't you very good. I regret just cause I love you. No beat you go back me very soon. No beat you go back me when I'm true. Everything make like give cartoon.
Miami check. BCDs up, everybody come and check. My house started cut, mama said go and check. I go see these up, take back everything, make like give you cartoon. I tell my shadow, I can't believe that I made it through. Pop John, be my next school. Time catch for me now, I they go school. Time catch for me now to finish school. Time catch for me now, I'm going to. I'll be the jump for your eyes, but they got that school. I'll be the jump for my eyes, and that's it, that's it, sorry. I passed the level where I always go, they worry about what you think about me, sorry. I talk with a dream, I like what I dream. I turn up, make what I sketch, what I dream. I search, what I dream. I guess what I dream. Yeah, yeah, it be clearer than what they not see. You like what you they see, it's not what you see. No be easy, but at least I'm the only thing. Everything make like, give me cartoon. And it is a dream, I don't wanna wake up soon. Dream. 